It's got to be one of the best qualities in a leader, like one of the best traits, abilities, skills in a leader. And it's exactly what we celebrate. So much of the world celebrates during this holiday season. I'll explain coming up. This is the class your business school didn't offer. It's the training your employer still hasn't provided. How do leaders like us get people to do what we need them to do? so we can grow our results and live the life we desire? That's the question, right? This podcast contains the answers. I am Russ Hill, and welcome to Culture Hacks. I hope that all of you are having a a fantastic holiday season, a healthy and a happy holiday season. When I'm recording this, at the time that we're pushing it out, it's, uh, it's the week of Christmas And uh, I know not all of us that listen to this podcast are religious. I know not everybody who is religious that listens is uh, in the Christianity camp. So I I know we've got a diverse audience around the world that's tuning in to each of these episodes. But I wanted to stop for just a minute and talk about what I think is one of the best qualities a leader can develop, skills that a leader can develop, traits, if you will, characteristics, and how it's also the exact thing that I, as a Christian, as somebody who believes in Jesus Christ, who who honors him as the Son of God, as the Redeemer of the world, the Prince of Peace, um, that I celebrate with him. And again, I'm not going to dig deep into religion. I, I know a lot of you aren't Christian or don't profess the same faith I do or don't believe in a God at all. Um, that doesn't really matter for the point of this podcast, but I, if you'll forgive me, I do want to, one of, one of the nice things about having your own podcast is you kind of get to decide what you're going to talk about, right? That the challenge with that is you as the listeners actually hold the power because you get to decide whether or not you listen. And if you listen or if you don't listen, you stop tuning into these podcasts. Well, then I'm <laughs> basically, I'm every, uh, every time we release an episode, I'm basically just talking to myself. So, um, so I care deeply, um, whether or not you find value in this, but I want you to think about the leaders that you've worked with in your life, either that you've lived with because a parent is a leader, right? Or an uncle or a grandma or an older sibling or a younger sibling can be a very strong leader that you live with. Um, or it could be somebody that uh, has been a fantastic boss or mentor for you in your career. And, and one of the, one of the things is I, as I review that list and it's, I'm really fortunate that that list is long, the list of great leaders that I have known and been impacted by, and this isn't all in the past tense, right? I mean, it's happening now too in my life. It's ongoing, and I hope it happens for a lot of years to come that I'll be impacted by, in positive ways by, by exceptional leaders in my life. But when I think about that list, I look at the names that are on that list of leaders that have impacted me, there is one trait that they all have and one quality that they possess. And the one that I want to hit on in this episode is they have the ability to see me for who I'm trying to become rather than who I was or have been or am right now. And so the the trait that I wanted to talk about or the characteristic or quality or skill that I want to talk about is leaders who are able to let go 
of mistakes that people have made, bad decisions that they have made, statements that they've made that might have been offensive or or taken the wrong way or were overly critical or whatever it might be. Great leaders don't hold people prisoner to their past. They hold them accountable for it, but not prisoner to it. And there's a difference in there and that isn't there because you have every right to hold me accountable for decisions that I've made and to, and to, you can even, you can even really, um, have it at the foreground of your mind. If I continue to demonstrate that behavior right now, if I'm still doing it, if I'm not changing, if I don't show the willingness to adapt or adjust or change or overcome, right? You, you, you want to, you want to be around people who are learning from their mistakes and changing and adjusting. And the, the worst leaders that I have ever worked with are the ones who aren't open to feedback, who, um, hold me prisoner to a decision I made or a way I showed up or a long time ago, that's not consistent with who I really am or who define me by the worst, the, my worst moment, my weakest moment. And, and none of us want that, right? Everyone, we're all human. And so we're going to have a bad sales year. We're going to not show up prepared for a meeting. We're going to forget to do that one important task. We're going to be irresponsible sometime. We're going to, we're going to be overly emotional. We're going to bet the farm on something we shouldn't have bet the farm on, or, or we're going to, we're going to advocate for something that wasn't the right decision. We're all going to make mistakes, right? We're going to have our weak moments and great leaders. Let those go. They don't hold us prisoner to our past. And as I was thinking about that concept, I was thinking about how that is actually exactly what makes this time of year so meaningful for me. And again, forgive the personal aspect. I know there are people who are listening who do and don't share um, my my religious views, meaning believing in Christianity. But this time of year is so significant for Christians like me because of what it represents. It represents, and it's several things. If you'll indulge me, I just want to take maybe two minutes and talk about them. Um, it For me, this time of year represents a promise that was kept. Because for hundreds of years, there were people on this earth who were looking for, waiting for, hoping for a Messiah. For someone that would help them not only overcome their mistakes, but overcome death. And who would help them know how to live and what the lessons of this life were. And some people believe that the Messiah hasn't come, that he will come, or that that's all a farce and made up and that people who believe it are foolish. Regardless of your belief, I actually subscribe to that belief. I I believe that there was a Messiah who came. His name was Jesus Christ, and he redeemed the world. How all that happened, I'm not certain. But I have found in my life that as I try to become more like the individual, the type of person that Jesus Christ taught 
we should try to become, the more joy I have felt, the less anger, anger I have felt, the more potential I've unlocked in myself. And so, again, I'm not advocating any particular religious belief or spiritual view or anything like that. That's not what this podcast is about. I just, I do appreciate the ability to, to be personal and to, to, sh- to bring my whole self, my authentic self, right, to these episodes. And so I don't dig into that a lot. But one of the things that I, so I celebrate this time of year, what it means for me, the holiday season, the Christmas season as a Christian is, well, a promise was fulfilled. The Messiah actually did come, and you can open up Scripture, you can open up the books of the Bible, and you can read accounts of people who throughout generations were waiting for him, and he actually did come, is my belief. So that was a promise fulfilled, and I celebrate that at this time of year because there are promises that I hope are fulfilled too for me. So I, we celebrate that. I also celebrate what I believe— Jesus Christ accomplished, and I do believe that he helped us overcome sin and and our weakest moments, and I celebrate that at this time of year, and I believe that he unlocked death, that, 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 that when you say goodbye to a loved one, it's temporary, and I believe that faith is essential, that there's no way you could have certain knowledge of that without that destroying what this existence on earth is really designed to do for each one of us because i believe this life is a test and we are given certain truths and whether or not we live obedient to them or whether or not we 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 overcome ourselves and and learn to try to give and serve others and that that that's really what the test is about and so i celebrate all of that at this time of year and again i know some of you celebrate hanukkah i know some of you have other holidays that you celebrate this time of year i know some of you 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 aren't religious at all but you just love good food and you love presents and you love uh, the, the, you know being able to be with family and people that you love and care about this time of year which i hope i hope that most of you if not all of you are able to do that at least be with someone that you deeply love um, during this 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 um, quarantine time, this this pandemic time, and so so this time I was just thinking about you know what what this time of year means to me and the religious significance that it has. It's deeply meaningful to me. But one of the things I celebrate is because the you can't be a Christian and hold people prisoner of their past. You can't be because it betrays the very thing you claim to believe in, which is redemption from sin and second chances. And, and so you have to, you have to, if you are a practicing Christian and, and, and what that really means, and this is true actually of a lot of faiths, not just Christianity, in order to be a practicing member, a real believer in those faiths, you have to, you have to let people, you have to let go of mistakes that people have made you again you can hold them accountable like okay I know you did that and I wish you wouldn't have done that but I'm not going to bring it up every day and if I see changes and learning and growth in you then I'm going to I'm going to try to fill my mind and this is so hard to do right as human beings our brains just they're they're hardwired to remember certain things especially traumatic things or difficult moments or pain like pain, it's so interesting how joy, significant joy, creates massive imprints on our brains, doesn't it? Like when you have moments of profound happiness, you don't forget them. Like that leaves a massive mark on your brain, your memory. And the same is true for pain. 
the 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 stamp the pain stamp is a huge one and so how do we as human beings let go of that because what you did or what you said or whatever that that created pain and yet i'm trying to let it go and and that's what christianity that's what so many faiths that's what so many beliefs even if you're not religious you probably subscribe to that that's healthy, right? And great leaders do that. And so I would just encourage us to think about in our personal and our professional lives as leaders, leaders in our home, leaders within our families, leaders in our community, leaders at work or church, wherever we might be, um, how good of a job are we doing at not holding people prisoner to their past, not defining them by their weakest moment, um, but but defining them as who they're trying to become. Um, yeah, just something that's on my mind as we celebrate this holiday season, and uh, which I love, love, love. I love this time of year for so much of what it represents for me. It's, it's deeply spiritual. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's so meaningful to me because it represents so much of what is most important to me. And so I love the fact that the Christmas season, the holiday season comes at the end of the year because it resets me on the things that matter most. And as I think about these things during this time of year, I get to be around and spend more time with the people who matter to me most and the people who I need to, I need to, I need to lead. I need to lead um, more effectively than anybody else. And so it gives me a chance to think about how good of a job I'm doing. And it's never good enough, right? <laughs> I'm never checking all those boxes going, yep, nailed it, nailed it. Yep, it, once again this year, total flawless performance, right? No, instead, every year I think, ah, dang it. My intentions were so good at the beginning of the year. And yet I've fallen short in this way and that way and that way. But because of what I celebrate and I commemorate and I honor it this time of year, I know that I do get a second chance and that this new year provides me, in fact, every day provides me, every week provides me with an opportunity to become who I'm desperately wanting to become. And I am not there yet. So those are some thoughts on my mind. In the next few episodes, I'm going to I'm gonna go from looking back to looking for. I'm, I'm going to share with you a few observations, a few things that stand out for me from 2020. I'm going to share that in an upcoming episode. And then we're going to dig into looking forward um, because this is a time of year for many, many, many of us, if not all of us, where we, we try to step up our game. We try to commit more to goals and and um, priorities in our lives. And so I want to help you do that. Things that I've learned in my life and things that I've observed others do who are successful people, I want to share with you some tips on that. So we'll do that in the coming episodes. But for right now, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. I hope you're healthy. hope you're able to be around people that you love. I hope you're minimizing, managing fear anger, resentment, disappointment. I hope you're managing that. We all feel all of those things um, if we're honest with ourselves. I hope we're managing them and I hope we're just demonstrating love to people, love and tolerance and 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 not being overly judgmental. I've talked about that in previous episodes. Um, just we've got to stop trying to get everyone else to live the way we live. 
whether that means masks or distancing or quarantining or political or whatever it is. We just, we got to, man, we got to be so much more patient. So I hope you're able to overcome some of those negative emotions, some of those challenging ones that weigh us down. And I hope you're able to lean more at this time of year into gratitude and hope and peace and love and charity for others. And I, I say that as somebody who's trying to do it, not as somebody who has mastered it. So we'll talk to you soon. Have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas, everybody.